Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The kickoff for the 2024 presidential election is, of course, the Iowa caucus. Republicans going out to their caucus meetings in very cold weather, the coldest they've ever had. And here to break it down with me, what happens next? Our KCBS reporter, Chris Carlo joining me, KCBS political reporter, Doug Sovereign. And Chris, this thing kind of went pretty much how we expected. I don't think it changes the race in a huge way, and we can talk about that a lot. But the, the headline here really is, an overwhelming victory for Donald Trump. I mean, the biggest margin of victory anyone's ever had in these caucuses. But again, we expected that, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And you got to go back to 1988 to see the last really big double-digit victory. That was Bob Dole, by the way, 12.8% of the uh, of the vote there. Now, you mentioned the cold weather. I think that it, it bears at least mentioning because that probably swayed the second place showing. And we can get a little bit into that because I, I think it will have some bearing as we head toward New Hampshire and uh, Nevada and South Carolina and some of these early states. Yeah, I think when you have a below zero wind chill, this this cold uh, winter weather gripping much of the nation, that's going to drop turnout a little bit, right? As far as people getting out to, well, well, they're not the polls, but at least going to caucus locations to vote. And maybe that's why Nikki Haley finished a little bit behind Ron DeSantis. She finished third. I mean, as of this recording, Donald Trump is at 51%. They've counted almost all the votes. DeSantis about two points ahead of Haley, but a distant, I mean, he's 30 points behind Donald Trump. It's not like a victory to finish 30 points back in second and then Haley two points behind DeSantis. And as we know, these caucuses in particular are really all about expectations and you can finish Mm -hmm. third and quote unquote win and you can finish first and your, your, your career is ended. So in this case, Trump did what he was expected to do and he's clearly the overwhelming frontrunner for the nomination. DeSantis got the second place he needed. Haley is close enough in third that now they go on to New Hampshire where she's got a big edge over DeSantis. So I do think DeSantis kind of saved his campaign by at least finishing second, even if he was 30 points behind Trump. And you saw that as well with senior staffers for Ron DeSantis's campaign coming out and telling reporters, you know, the anonymous quote, they threw everything at Ron DeSantis. They couldn't kill him. He is not only still standing, but he's now earned his ticket out of Iowa. This is going to be a long battle ahead. I think you hear there that uh, they're not ready to so-called kiss the ring just yet, uh, although we did see one candidate drop out tonight in uh, the Beck Ram- Ramaswamy. He's uh, now calling it quits and endorsing Trump, further consolidating this race. Yeah, and of course, he has always positioned himself as sort of a younger version of Trump until a couple of days ago when Trump sort of turned on him and started savaging him. And now, you know, Vivek Ramaswamy finishing a distant fourth. And so he's ended his campaign, but, you know, he never really had much of a chance anyway. And now he will consolidate more for Trump. And as you say, DeSantis, I mean, yeah, he punched 
his ticket out of Iowa. And, you know, the conventional wisdom generally is there's three tickets out of Iowa. That's the case here. Of course, this is really a three-way race now anyway. And really, it's not. It's a one-way race. It's a Trump race. Yeah. But there's a race between DeSantis and Haley to be the runner-up and, and the potentially viable alternative should something happen to Trump, whether the Supreme Court rules that he's not eligible or whether, the, you know, the convictions pile up or for whatever reason, someone's got to be in that position to, to say, well, it's my turn now instead. That race goes on between DeSantis and Haley. But again, DeSantis, I mean, by the skin of his teeth, I mean, he does get his ticket punched out of Iowa. He can go on to New Hampshire, but he put everything into Iowa. And yep. if he hadn't at least finished this this well, he'd be done. So this yep. just sort of keeps him alive. He goes on to New Hampshire and South Carolina, where Haley is well ahead of him. And I don't know. I mean, maybe this, you know, if he if he hadn't finished second, his money would dry up. Uh, his momentum would be gone. He didn't have much momentum anyway. But I don't know that this is going to give him like a big injection and infusion of money and support that now he makes uh, it more competitive with Haley for that second spot in these next couple of states. But we'll have to see. Of course, he can go out and fundraise on this. And we're going to see those fundraising emails if they haven't already hit the inboxes. You talk about New Hampshire and right now the average according to Real Clear Politics, Trump with 43.5% of the vote, uh, Haley, 29% of likely voters, uh, Christie at 11.3%, and DeSantis at 65 and, and it's important to mention Chris Christie because, of course, he's dropped out of that race. And where do you right. think those voters are going to go? They're more likely going to end up in the Haley camp than the DeSantis camp. You look at what happened tonight, and part of the enthusiasm gap is what we saw. You, you had a lot of voters who were incredibly enthusiastic to get out and vote for Trump, incredibly enthusiastic to get out and vote for DeSantis, uh, mildly enthusiastic to get out and vote for Haley. And many of them were independents or maybe a little bit more moderate Republicans. And bears to maybe imagine that that sort of phenomenon will play out in Haley's favor as you move towards New Hampshire with those Christie voters, which yeah, they're probably not going to go for Trump. I mean, Chris Christie voters are not going to view the Trump campaign as fertile ground, given the candidate that they followed, who was incredibly critical of the Trump campaign and of Donald Trump. Yeah, and in Iowa, remember, Iowa's a very conservative, as far as the Republicans in Iowa, very conservative, a lot of evangelical Christians. It's not a good place for Nikki Haley. It is a good place for Ron DeSantis. It's why he put so much into that state, and obviously it's Trump country. So for Haley to do as well as she did is, you know, she's got to feel pretty good about it. I mean, obviously she wanted to finish second, but this was good enough. If she had been a very distant third, it would have dulled her momentum. Uh, I think she can come out of this and say, look, it, you know, it was always tough sledding for me there, almost literally given the weather. Uh, but uh, yeah. New Hampshire is much more her, her kind of place. I mean, you've got a You've got a more libertarian streak to the Republicans there. They're much more moderate. They're independent. Uh, a lot of New Hampshire voters pride themselves on that. And again, as you say, Chris Christie was doing pretty well there and ended his campaign. And you have to think she gets the lion's share of those. And so potentially, if she, you know, ends up losing by single digits to Trump in New Hampshire, and I don't think, you know, she's still thinking she can pull off a surprise and win there. I don't think that's going to happen. But if she's, you know, if it's 50 to 40 or, you know, 49 to 41 or, or something like that, um, she's got a, a lot of momentum going into her home state of South Carolina. Carolina, where again, she's losing to Donald Trump badly. badly yeah. I, I, and I think realistically, I mean, Nikki Haley is not going to take this nomination away from Donald Trump. This is very clearly Donald Trump's Republican Party, overwhelmingly so. You look at the exit polling and the entrance polling. I mean, his supporters, they not only do they not care about all of his indictments and, and, and criminal charges, many of them are voting for him because of that. I mean, they like him more because, because of all of that. And they really just don't care. I mean, he could do, do or say anything and they love him all the more. I mean, they're much more passionate as you mentioned, the enthusiasm gap, um, his supporters are so much more passionate than anyone else's and they're going to stick with him. But everything that's helping him here in Iowa and helping him win this, this nomination is not necessarily going to help him in November. And that's where, you know, the, the rubber will meet the road eventually. Yeah, you mentioned some of these exit polls and issues that will not help in November, one of them banning abortion. And uh, 
a CBS News entrance poll looking at these caucus goers says that 59% of, uh, of these caucus goers say that they were in favor of banning abortion, 36% opposing. And of those who favor banning abortion nationwide, Trump with 53% of that share. So, you know, DeSantis coming next, 27 and Haley, as you would imagine, at 11%. Uh, that is not going to play the same way as you head toward a general election. We're also going to see more lensing of the general election as we focus on who these candidates will be down the stretch and we get a better understanding of exactly what's going to happen with all of the legal concerns and the constitutional concerns. By the way, I think I think it's interesting that you know T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We've got Super Tuesday coming up on March 5th. The federal trial starts on March 4th, which Mm -hmm. means 75%, close to 75% of Republican voters in the primary will have made their choice without knowing how that trial will turn out. That's quite true. And, you know, the abortion ban that you mentioned, that sentiment among these caucus goers in Iowa is pretty much the inverse of what the rest of the country thinks or what the overall country thinks. I mean, most Americans do not want a federal ban on abortion and they support keeping it legal by roughly that same percentage, maybe even a little higher. Uh, And so that is not an issue, obviously, that plays well for Trump in November. But beyond that, the very thing that attracts a lot of these voters to Trump in a place like Iowa is likely or possibly going to repel a lot of the moderates and independents that he needs to beat Joe Biden. And that's why this race remains a toss-up in November. As unpopular as Biden is, Biden hasn't really been out there making the case yet. I mean, he's been getting piled on by all these Republicans. He's barely campaigned at all. He hasn't run much of a campaign. He hasn't run any ads. He's not out there telling people what all the things he's done. And most voters think he hasn't done much at all. Uh, And when he gets out there and makes the case and tries to turn this again into a referendum on Donald Trump, as it was in 2020, instead of a referendum on Biden's own record, which is as an incumbent, you would expect it to be. uh, I think that, you know, he still has a very good chance of beating Trump in November, despite what some of the polls show, because a lot 
lot of those voters in the middle are going to be turned off by Trump's two impeachments and four indictments and 91 criminal charges or whatever it is, and potentially by then some convictions. And as we talk about you know what all of this means, we have to, and I think we've hit this point several times, understand that Iowa is different, <laughs> and especially with the turnout. Yeah, again, we're probably going to be about 110,000. The record was 187,000 set back in 2016. So a far cry from that. And as you look back over the last you know 24 years of caucusing on the Republican side in Iowa, the only time they predicted the winner was in 2000 with George W. Bush. In 2008, they chose Mike Huckabee. In 2012, Rick Santorum, remember that? Ted mm-hmm. Cruz in 2016. And uh, and then, of course, Donald Trump in 2020. I was just going to say, uh, we, we always sort of overblow what these results mean because the fact is, Iowa has a terrible track record of picking winners. The person who wins in Iowa <laughs> not only doesn't often win the nomination, but rarely goes on to be elected president So as far as the Republican caucus. So yeah, but in this case, it's a little different because we all knew Donald Trump was going to win it. Exactly. We all know he's going to be the nominee, barring something unforeseen, um, or slightly foreseen, I suppose, but uh, <laughs> something unlikely. So this is a little different. I mean, this is one year where they are going to pick the nominee and potentially the president. But yeah, th- in this case, also the turnout a lot lower than it's been, probably because of the weather, probably because it wasn't really that competitive. I mean, there was excitement, I suppose, among the DeSantis and Haley supporters to try to get that second place spot. But it's not, I mean, w- when someone wins by 30 points, that is not a hotly contested caucus. So yeah, the, the turnout was lower. And in the long run, what does it really mean? It, it means that Donald Trump is very much, as we expected, the overwhelming, you know, prohibitive favorite to be the Republican nominee again and give us an election the likes of which we haven't seen since, you know, Grover Cleveland versus Benjamin Harrison uh, with a former president going against an incumbent. And we, we're almost certainly going to see that. 1892. Great election. Right. Uh, and we all you remember know... it well. <laughs> exactly right. And I, I think you just touched on the enthusiasm gap again with, with Nikki Haley. If I'm sitting in Iowa and it's one degree outside. <laughs> and I know that my candidate is going to lose by 30 points. Uh, yeah, I'm probably just going to stay at home and drink that hot toddy rather than uh, take the trip down the road and stand with a bunch of strangers trying to convince me to, to vote for someone else. And, you know, th- th- it's a bit of reading the writing that doesn't exist, but no less, it is a mindset that probably existed in Iowa. And, you know, when you look at the numbers in terms of turnout, probably did. Again, on turnout, you know, this is this will be true in the Democratic primaries. There, there isn't a contest there. So the turnout will be lower. People aren't motivated or inspired. They know Biden's going to be the nominee. And I think that's going to be true in a lot of states for Trump, too. It's sort of a foregone conclusion. But on we go to New Hampshire, then South Carolina. Nevada's coming up. And as you mentioned, Super Tuesday, March 5th, so many states across the country, including the motherlode, California. We anticipate that Donald Trump will be on all those ballots. It's certainly possible that the Supreme Court, you know, well, they're having oral arguments in February. I mean, could they rule by March, potentially? And as you said, he's got a federal trial starting the day before Super Tuesday. So a lot of action on the legal front between now and then. But on the campaign front, I think we'll start to see Joe Biden come out a bit more. Donald Trump will crow about this uh, and let DeSantis and Haley squabble for a second. And, you know, this is really in his interest because as much as, you know, he gets to say, look, I I won by the most ever. I'm the best ever. I'm the biggest ever. But if Haley had finished second and pretty much knocked DeSantis out, that would coalesce all the anti-Trump vote around Haley, make it one-on-one. And he doesn't want that. He'd rather have DeSantis and Haley fight for a while. So this helps him too kind of interesting when you saw his remarks tonight. I mean, it, it wasn't quite as brash as we're used to. And right. he went on to say, I, I want to congratulate Ron and Nikki for having a good time together. We're all having a good time together. And mm-hmm. he went on to say they both did very well. I mean, when's the last time you heard Donald Trump on a night declaring victory while also praising the people he's running against? Yeah, he kind of took the high road and maybe he's already looking ahead to November. How he's going to bring everyone together. That's not the typical Trump that we see. And I would I would wager we will see the other Trump a lot more. 
more in the weeks to come. But we'll have a lot more to talk about as the campaign goes on. I'm KCBS political reporter Doug Sovereign, along with my colleague Chris Ancarlo. Thanks for being with us. And Chris, on we go. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.